Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast, the place to help you break the odds and walk confidently into your God-given purpose. Think of this show as your regular coffee chat, where we talk about life, career, and legacy. As an award-winning entrepreneur, author, and speaker, I'll be bringing on industry leaders, professionals, and individuals to join us as they share their stories of breaking the odds to help you and to help us reach the next level in our life, family, career, and communities. Let's do this together. This is Let's Break the Odds podcast. Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. On the show, as you know, we like to describe this show as like your regular coffee chat where we talk about life, career, and legacy. And today we have someone joining the conversation, and that person is Dr. India Dillard. Now, this is a very special episode for me personally because India is my sister, yes. But aside from being my sister, India is such an extraordinary woman, and I'm excited for you all to meet her for yourselves and to hear from her and to learn from her and to be encouraged from hearing her story. Now, if you're meeting India for the first time, let me read you a snippet of her career highlights from her bio. Dr. India Dillard is a Doctor of Pharmacy graduate from Mercer University in Atlanta, Georgia, and currently a postgraduate year one clinical pharmacy resident at one of the nation's leading hospitals specializing in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injuries, brain injuries, multiple sclerosis, chronic pain, and other neurological conditions. India's journey started from her days in undergrad at Georgia Gwinnett College, where she worked hard to successfully graduate debt-free and additionally obtain scholarships while in pharmacy school. Not only was India in the top 10% of her class academically for her doctorate of pharmacy, but she has served in retail pharmacy, served on the front lines at hospitals and care centers alongside physicians to care for patients, mentors and tutors younger aspiring pharmacy students, served in multiple leadership roles for organizations, including the, the Student National Pharmaceutical Association, where she served as co-chair for their mental health initiative, Phi Delta Chi for Professional Fraternity, where she served as treasurer, and is a member of multiple prestigious honor societies, including Rho Chi, Phi Lambda Sigma, Phi Kappa Phi, and Golden Key International Honor Society. India has goals to continue her pharmacy training to become a board-certified ambulatory care pharmacist and pharmacy educator. Additionally, she intends to become a health advocate to start health initiatives in her community. During our conversation with India, she chats with us about how to use your God-given gifts to serve others, the behind the scenes of her journey of graduating college debt-free, debt-free funding tips for those interested in pursuing an advanced degree, and it's National Pharmacy Week, so for those of you who are interested in graduating with a degree in pharmacy, India shares her success tips as well. So without further ado, let's dive in with our conversation with India. Here we go. Welcome, India. <laughs> Thank you. I am so glad to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Um, it's been a blessing to see um, you know, everything grow to where it is now. And it's just been a blessing to see you and have your guidance and expertise along the way. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and fun fact, you guys, India helped with the graphic design for the cover of Break the Odds show, you guys. So she's such a well-rounded person, but she's really skilled in like the arts with like photography and graphic design. But just wanted to like put that out there as a fun fact, you guys. So yes. <laughs> so um um, India, so I like you kind of in your own words to kind of introduce yourself uh, to the audience. 
Um, I guess just a little bit about me. Um, you know, I, you know, I was very interested in medicine growing up, um, but then, you know, at some point, you know, I know this is weird for people who are STEM, but I took organic chemistry and I loved it. And I know that's really rare um, for those of you who have probably taken organic chemistry, but I really liked it. I want to figure out how I could um, implement that and reach my goals of helping others and serving the community that way. Um, you know, I was able to be a part of some really unique opportunities in undergrad where I went to the Dominican Republic um, for a week to do service over there. Um, you know, we built houses. Um, we went and engaged with different families, did um, evaluations and questionnaires with the uh, people there to see, you know, what we could help bring in their communities. And I just really kind of fell in love with that. And I knew that I wanted to take the skills um, and the passions that I have, which is healthcare, and be able to do that um, on an international um, platform. So I'm really excited to start diving into that. Um, but a big thing for me is that, you know, I did graduate from undergrad debt-free um, because I knew that I wanted to continue in postgraduate or post-undergrad, um, you know, schooling. So, you know, getting my doctorate, getting my master's and things like that. So um, I really worked um, hard to get those scholarships um, and to, you know, pay out of pocket. And I ended up doing that. And I would say that, you know, that really created a very unique opportunity for me to be able to start, you know, my doctorate degree with a clean slate financially. Um, and that was, you know, very big. Um, I know that you know, it was beneficial, you know, later when it comes to credit and all of that kind of thing. Um, so I'm just really glad and blessed to be able to have, to have done that so that I can move forward and be able to reach the goals that I have after graduation. And yeah. You know, I mean, you touched on so many different things that I love to like expand on, but first I kind of just want to talk about you know, like the Dominican Republic, I know that that was like a really impactful um, trip for you. For the listeners, like what inspired you to to want to go to the Dominican Republic? Kind of expand on like how that that changed your life and and made you kind of in, in terms of your trajectory of where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Um, that place is a special place in my heart. Every time I think about it, it almost like brings me to tears because I feel like, you know, that um, it was something that I, you know, I've always wanted like to travel. Um, but of course, like when you're, you know, young, like you don't think about going to a country like for a week and let alone being able to serve. And I've always had a heart for serving um, and I've always wanted to branch out and do more. Um, so when I had went, you know, the school had the opportunity and I was like, OK, so, you know, I jumped on it, um, got chosen for it and, um, you know, kind of went into it with an open mind. Um, I definitely knew that you know, this would allow me to see if I liked doing things, you know, internet, like going overseas and doing things, because of course you can always say that you like doing something until you do it. It's hard to say if you truly enjoy it. Um, so that would allow me at an early age to be able to notice those things, see if I like that, and then be able to, you know, move forward in that. Um, so when I had gotten there, um, not only was the island beautiful, <laughs> but, you know, I built a lot of great relationships, got to talk to people in the community, and it was just a complete eye-opening experience. I remember, like, before I had left, um, you know, as a, you know, I was still, you know, I had just got out of my teenage years, you know, like, 18, 19, I think at that point I was 20, I was, I was 20, I believe. Um, so I still wasn't even like 21. Um, so I was fresh out of, you know, those teenage years. And a lot of what 
you know, kind of a lot of the pressures of being in that age, you think about how other people, what other people think you think about, you know, do you measure up to, you know, other people in society and those kind of things. And I remember I had went and we had asked people in the community, you know, we had said, you know, what could we bring to you um, that would better your community and make you happy? And they were like, nothing, you know, um, they don't have, you know, houses the way that we have houses, you know, the floors of their kitchen are, you know, dirt. Um, they don't really have, they don't have toilets. They don't have bathrooms. Um, it's more of so like a seat on the ground kind of thing. And just to clarify the, the region that you went in, in the Dominican Republic, it, you know, it was, um, but it's not the whole country. It's right. that's, you know, that where there's thriving parts. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that and, you know, in America, we would say, oh, well, I want a bigger house. I like a better car. I want different clothes, like in those kind of things. And they were like, no, nothing. I'm happy. And when I heard that response, I was like, wow. And it just made me realize that India, like this world is so much more than those little things. And so when I came back, it really changed my mentality. Um, I really had a, you know, it, it made me realize that I need to go hard towards my goals of serving. So kind of going into how this changed my trajectory for pharmacy, it wasn't until this trip when I realized that I wanted to, that pharmacy was what I wanted to do in healthcare. And I had kind of said a touch on the organic chemistry part. That was definitely a factor as far as, of course, you need to know those kind of things. But, you know, from a um, service standpoint, you know, I saw people there. I remember driving by a pharmacy and it was like, I only saw one pharmacy when I was there. It was really small and things like that. And and I was like, okay, you know, I see all these people here. I hear that, you know, some of them are unwell. And it's like, if I had the abilities to, um, you know, take my skill set and do something to change their community, what would it be? And so I was like, you know, I saw that pharmacy and I said, you know, this is something that I could do. So I really um, realized that there's something that I can bring to the table and kind of help better them and their wellness, because if their wellness is better, they can live longer and they can help, you know, be around for their families longer. One quick thing, one thing I had um, also learned when I was there, there was a lot of kids, you know, in the streets, playing around and all that stuff. And these are kids who are, you know, really young. And so, you know, even in that standpoint, that made my mind start turning for like mentorship and having programs to help those children there be able to, you know, make sure that their families are provided for, but also making sure that they're being poured into so that they can achieve the goals and the dreams that they want to achieve. Um, So that's a whole nother, a whole nother interest of mine that I want to dive into. So it was then that I realized I wanted to do pharmacy. After then I hit the ground running, um, you know, really worked hard to maintain my grades, apply to pharmacy schools. I think a year after that is when I had gotten into Mercer. So, um, and then it's just been all great from there. So I'm really excited to go back. Like I said, I told myself I vow to go back, um, you know, just to see, you know, and, and continue in those dreams that I had. I don't want to, you know, kind of reach where I, where that place brought me and then not look back. So, you know, I'm really excited to, to see, you know, how all that pans out. Yeah, that's so good. And I, there's something you said, I felt like was like so powerful. You said, you asked yourself, if there's something that I can do with my gifts to serve others, what would it be? 
And that was like the, I don't know if you want to like word it exactly how you do. I'm kind of paraphrasing. If you want to repeat that again for the audience, because I think that's such a powerful, you know, question to ask. I think so many people in life, and I've, I've felt that way in my life at times where you just kind of like, okay, like, like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like, how do I, what do I do? And you don't really know what direction to go into in terms of like what you should step into. And maybe it might be at a fork in the road and not really know what direction to go into in life. And so I think that's such a powerful reflection question. And so if you could repeat that for the audience. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what it is word for word, uh, but basically, you know, in a nutshell, you know, what is it that I can do to this, to bring to this community to help better them in their circumstances. And I feel like, you know, all of us were blessed with talents and, you know, you could talk all day about talents um, and what that truly means, especially in a spiritual standpoint. But I feel like, you know, God put us on this earth for a reason and it's to serve. It's, it's a reason above ourselves. So, you know, sometimes you have to sit there and, and look and say, okay, you know, what am I doing to help, to help the community in a way that's showing Christ to them through me? So that's, you know, that's a big thing. And that's something that I've always kind of tailored to do, like whether that be mentorship, even, um, you know, take people under my wing and tutoring and helping and all of those kind of things. That's always been a big thing for me is helping and how can I serve? Um, so I'm really looking for, like I said, look, looking forward to the future and seeing how, you know, I can, you know, intertwine all of this and just all around. And I, and I really challenge all of you to at least at one point go international. Um, you know, it's always fun to go someplace and stay in the resort, um, and that's great. But, you know, sometimes just kind of challenge yourself to do a little more so that you can gain that insight into what it looks like outside of these walls of the United States. So I definitely challenge you all to do that because it would literally change your life. And I would say that that moment changed my life forever. So I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Yes. So I do just want to touch because I, I have to, I have to talk about this. You know, I would be remiss not to bring this up with you here, which is funding college debt free. Let's kind of talk about that. You talked about that a little bit and we'll, we're going to like segue back. So talk about that. Like, what was your journey? Like your funding college debt free journey and how did it feel like crossing the stage being debt free? Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, um, academics has always been something that, you know, it's, has been um, a priority of mine. Um, so I knew kind of, it kind of all started, I would say, like in high school, because it's almost with school, you know, what you do in the earlier school is what helps you you know, at the next and the next and the next. Um, so definitely, you know, looking back at high school, um, I really, you know, worked hard to, you know, achieve good grades um, and even like get scholarships there. And I think that's kind of what got my feet wet in the scholarship realm. Um, because of course, like, you know, there, I feel like there's a lot of, um, you know, stigmas around scholarships and people think that like, they have to sit there and write like a whole essay every time, or they have to, you know, always, uh, or they may not have, they may think that they have to have a certain kind of story in order to achieve a scholarship. And, you know, just kind of, I would say like, you know, the, the more and the earlier that you start applying, um, the better and more comfortable you are um, and more confident you become to go ahead and keep on sending those in. Um, but um, so definitely like in high school, you know, I kind of worked to 
um, you know, start getting scholarships and things of that nature and working hard um, in school so that I would have options financially. So a big thing in Georgia, um, at least, is something called the HOPE Scholarship. Um, and that's something that based upon your GPA would allow you to receive um, funding for school. And so when I was young and growing up, I would say like probably elementary school, or even middle school, it was the Hope Scholarship was 100% pay for tuition and everything. So you don't have to worry, like people then didn't have to worry too much about school if they achieved the Hope Scholarship as far as the financial standpoint. And then by the time I had gotten to school, it wasn't completely 100% covered. So there was a gap that I needed to still fund my education. And so of course, when you're first starting college, um, some people have jobs, but a lot of people don't. Um, so I needed to figure out, okay, how am I going to close this gap, this financial gap? So I'm getting this HOPE scholarship. I've gotten a couple scholarships from high school, but there's still, you know, a missing piece. Um, and so what I did was that I applied to work um, at my school because, of course, one, I'm already at school. So if I have to be at work, I'm not going to be late to class um, because it's right there on campus. <laughs> um, and then, you know, strategically picking where I worked. I worked in the tutoring center and like, obviously they prioritize academics too. So if at any point in time, you know, if I had like a test or something like that, they understood. Um, and, you know, I was able to, if I needed help, hey, tutor so-and-so, can you help me with this? And it became like a family environment, which is great too. Um, but, you know, it really served as a unique, um, I would say opportunity to be able to balance work and school. Um, and so I definitely recommend people to, you know, work on campus if you can do something that allows you to have some time, you know, if you're, if it's at like a desk so that you can study when you're not, you know, doing those tasks and, you know, really understand that the school understands that you're a student there, as opposed to, you know, an outside place who's, you know, they want you to be dedicated just to them. Um, so that was great. So when I was able, when I got that job, I was able to actually, you know, save my money, budget my money so that every every um, semester I can go ahead and pay that difference. And that was pretty drastic. Um, and so, you know, leaving school, I still had some money saved up. Um, it was great. Um, and so then when I started pharmacy school, I literally, like I said, started with a clean slate. And so I would definitely say that that it was it was a great feeling to know that I didn't have that burden on me. Um, I know finances can definitely put a burden on you and how you're going to pay things back, especially from a loan perspective. So, you know, being able to choose a school because I wanted to go to that school, not because I financially had to go to that school. Mm -hmm. So that was the big thing. You know, I had made sure, you know, that I wanted to go to a school that I felt comfortable with that, you know, had things to help me reach my goals. And to me, that was Mercer. And so because I didn't have to worry about any of those loans before, to me, I could choose Mercer because I can choose Mercer. Um, and that was that was a really um, important thing for me. Um, but yeah, but definitely, you know, I feel like, um, you know, kind of realizing that the things you do today affect you tomorrow, I think is a really huge, huge takeaway. Uh, because I feel like if I didn't, you know, keep those things in mind when I was in high school, um, that I would not have been able to achieve some of those things and, you know, call an undergrad and then roll that over into my doctorate. And I will say, you know, I was able to achieve a lot of scholarships in pharmacy school. And a lot of that is because of the hard work and the grades that I achieved in undergrad. Um, so really kind of showing that what you do now does affect you tomorrow. 
Um, yeah, so that's really important. Yeah, that's so key. And then some people might be listening, be like, oh, you know, I want to go get my master's or I want to get my doctor, what have you, but I'm concerned about the cost. So how do you give some tips for, for those in the audience who are considering advanced degree? Like, what are some tips on how you were able to receive funding and maybe some resources that you know about? Yeah, um, definitely. So one, I would say an undergrad, um, you know, if, if you were plugged into like a an organization in undergrad, reach out and see if they have scholarships. Um, because I know like, for example, Golden Key was one that was um, in our, you know, and that we were involved in in college and they had a great, they had scholarships and things that they would um, award to their members. Um, and school, like I said, a big thing, um, you know, is grades. A lot of schools have scholarships tucked away for people with certain grades and they're willing and opening, open to giving them. So sometimes with those that are based around your grades, all you need to show for are your grades. You don't necessarily have to do the additional like essays and you know things like that, or you know videos or something like that. So that was um, that's always a plus. Um, additionally, like we had you know donors in the pharmacy program that um, you know would give aid, but you had to obviously write an essay and tell you know how this will help you reach your career goals. So definitely, I would say a big thing is plugging into your actual school and seeing what they have. A lot of schools have aid, so really kind of tune into that school that you're going to see what what they have because a lot of times they'll say oh yeah you know if we have this I would also say you know get plugged in while you're in your degree so if there's any organizations that you can get plugged into even you know advanced degrees have huge organizations national organizations that you can get plugged into they have a lot of opportunities I know at Mercer for um, the business program they had like I'm kind of like a shark tank ordeal and they were giving out like $500 and things like that. So there's a lot of opportunities that wouldn't one grow your resume, uh, make you stronger and get you plugged into, you know, uh, a whole new network of professionals. Um, and, you know, just kind of see what all they have to offer. Um, because like I said, the money's there. It's just, you have to find it and then you have to go after it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thanks for that. You know, you're now at this place where you've worked so hard all these years of becoming a pharmacist, having your doctorate in pharmacy. How, how does that feel reaching your dreams? And what advice would you give to someone who's trying to navigate in the pharmacy space, you know? Because um, now, you, as you mentioned, you have gotten not just graduating with your pharmacy degree as your doctorate, but you got enrolled in a residency at one of the top hospitals in the country for a specialty. Actually, one of the top 10, if you want to be exact. So, you know, I mean, that's breaking the odds. And so, um, so with that, what, what tips would you have for someone wanting to navigate the, the pharmacy space? Because I want to make sure that, you know, um, those who are wanting to navigate that industry field, that they get a chance to kind of, I'm picking your brain for them. Yeah. Um, one definite thing I feel like, and this goes for those in pharmacy, out of pharmacy, whatever, um, just have your goal. And whatever that goal is, have that goal and keep it at the forefront of your mind. I remember for two years, I had put the Dominican Republic flag on my wall because I like that to me, that was my goal and my reason of being here is to get through this so that I can serve, get through this so that I can serve. So all those hard days and when you have three, four tests a week in a week and you have like all oh, this, so yeah, finals, whatever, like 
that I remembered why I was here because things are going to come at you so hard. Um, you know, things are, you know, a doctor degree is not easy, um, but know that you are here for a reason and you are competent enough to be here because you got into the school. So, you know, keep that in mind and always remember your goal as to why you came in and make that goal before you come so that while you're here, you don't try to convince yourself of, you know, well, you know, you want to make sure that you achieve that. Um, you know, another thing is make sure that you spend time for you. It's easy to say, oh, I have all this to do. Channel your time, you know, give yourself, you know, a day, maybe or half a day for yourself. I know for me, one thing I did Saturdays was not a pharmacy day for me. Saturdays was India's day to do India stuff. If I needed to do pharmacy, it was more because, okay, like, I feel like I need to I can use a few hours to, you know, get ahead or something. But in my mind, it was always Saturdays, India. So if I wanted to reconnect with friends, if I wanted to connect with family, like I knew that I could on Saturday. And so it allowed me to work hard Monday through Friday and then, you know, review like on Sunday if needed to. If I didn't have anything to do, I would even have Saturday and Sunday off, which was nice. But, you know, it allowed me to work hard Monday through Friday to get my things done so that I had time for myself. And so I found, you know, for me personally, I found a hobby, photography, which I love to do now. Um, but, you know, I made sure that I took time to do things for myself because you're going to feel like you have a lot to do. And like I said, that's that's comes with the program. It comes with the territory. Um, but you will get through it and you will be able to make it through. Um, another thing is, you know, really work hard try don't settle for mediocrity you know really just kind of push yourself it's easy to say sometimes you know well you know I remember undergrad people always like well C's get degrees yes they do but you don't want to feel like you well I just you know you know I didn't feel like studying so I'm gonna just you know skirt skirt and if I get a C that's fine but you want to push yourself to be the best you can be because especially with pharmacy the things you learn now are going to impact your patients later and if you know of course you don't know everything and that's why you learn to use resources, but you don't want something you want to, you want to be able to give the best for your patients. Imagine that every person that everything you're learning is to better help your grandmother or your grandfather, because essentially it's somebody's grandmother, it's somebody's grandfather, it's somebody's sister, somebody's brother that you're helping. So the same way that you will want to know everything for your loved one, make sure that you're learning it for someone else's. Um, so I think, you know, those are, you know, some big things, but, you know, making sure that you find that balance, um, getting involved, get plugged in, um, you know, don't overwhelm yourself where you feel like you have to do all of this leadership and all this and that. Do something that, you know, what I, I me personally, I did things that helped me either um, bettering my skill set um, or things that I was, you know, good at and wanted to fine tune. And things that I knew would help me, you know, better reach my goals. So, for example, uh, mental health was something that I knew that if I was being, if I was plugging other people into mental health and educating them about it, that I was bettering mine. And so that was a huge thing because it was a win-win. Then, you know, I did something called, you know, I was a soap chair. Uh, for those who are in the pharmacy or healthcare room, you know what soap notes are. Um, and those are basically like patient write-ups where it's, you know, like you're saying what the problem is and, you know, how you will present the information and, you know, making a plan for a patient. 
So I knew that on my rotations, I needed to, you know, be bing, bang, boom on those, especially because I wanted to do ambulatory care. So what did I do? I became a soap chair of an organization so that I could go ahead and educate others on how to do soap notes, because if, if you could teach somebody something, you know it. You know, I, you know, tutored, mentored, just basically I did things that one would help strengthen my skills, help strengthen my knowledge in pharmacy, as well as things that, you know, I enjoy doing. So just kind of making sure you find that balance. Don't do something because you feel like you have to in order to, you know, get interviews or, and you don't want people to, you don't want your, your, that time to be wasted just because you were trying to check a box. This show is all about breaking the odds and walking in our God-given purpose in our life, family, career, and communities. And so one thing that India said during our conversation that I wanted to highlight was she said, and I quote, I feel like God put us on this earth for a reason and it is to serve. It is a reason above ourselves. So sometimes you have to sit there and look and say, what am I doing to help the community in a way that is showing Christ to them through me? And then she further shared, and I quote, whether that be mentorship, even taking people under my wing and tutoring and helping and all of those things. That's always been a big thing for me is helping and how can I serve? So good. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode with India? How will you take action towards moving forward? We'd love to know. This community is called Let's Break the Odds and the word let's is short for let us, which means that you are not alone. Follow Break the Odds on social media and tag us and use hashtag Let's Break the Odds so we can celebrate with you as you take action. Now, we're all about breaking the odds together. So if you're new to the show, fun fact, my professional background is that I graduated college debt free and founded an award winning education brand teaching how to fund college debt free. So if you'd like to learn from me and the guidance that I shared with India to help her graduate college debt free, plus more additional guidance, then I encourage you to click the link in this episode's blog post, which you can find in the description of this episode, where you can get plugged in with our current resources for yourself and or your school or your organization. Now, if you recall from India's bio earlier, one of India's leadership roles included serving within the Student National Pharmaceutical Association, where she served as co-chair for their mental health initiative. And so in our next episode for part two of our conversation with India, we dive in more on the topic of mental health, where India shares free and low cost places to get counseling, the behind the scenes of what it's like going to counseling, including counseling myths. And we both chat about how our parents broke the ice with introducing and integrating counseling as a resource within our family. So make sure you subscribe to the show, hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and I'll see you in the next episode. Let's break the odds together. Hey, guess what? You, my friend, made it through today's episode. Cue the confetti. But the conversation doesn't have to end here. If this episode served you today, go ahead and download it so you can have it. And click the subscribe button so you can get notified when another episode is released. Do us a favor and leave a review. We'd love to hear how much you enjoyed this episode. To stay connected, we'd love to have you as a part of the Let's Break the Odds community on social media. There we'll have an opportunity to personally connect with you and cheer you on as you take action towards breaking the odds in your life. You can catch the show notes from this episode and any discount codes and bonus materials on the blog at letsbreaktheodds.com. See you next time.